had a lovely weekend and now it's a new week beautiful week the week is ending prudence why yeah. are you saying it's a new week so i'm still in monday mode i'm still productive <laughs> clearly um i hope you guys are doing great so this week we are talking about guilty pleasures yeah guilty pleasures what are guilty pleasures Guilty pleasures are things that you indulge in. Okay. Things that you do even if if someone got you things that you do that uh <laughs> embarrassing. Yes, embarrassing. I don't think okay, not, not exactly embarrassing, embarrassing. But but okay, like uh it's weird when someone finds you doing or it. Or even not not finding you, but something that is meant to be sort of like controversial. No, it's that is that the word? No. Sometimes they're controversial, other times yes, they're yes. not. Okay, something really that is, is not really generally right. accepted. Yeah. Yeah. It might be accepted, like but maybe it's supposed to be should I say unusual? Or uh, but you guys get the point. I feel like we're over explaining this. But yeah. that's basically anyway, I think the definition depends on what exactly <laughs> the guilty pleasure is. What are your guilty pleasures? Like uh I think one of them is eating chocolates. Not that eating chocolates is a problem, but when you, let's say, do it overboard, like we know it's not healthy, there are things that can come from there, like diabetes, mm -hmm. weight gain, so, uh, so many other complications if you overdo it. And where do you eat your chocolate from? Why? Why are you asking? <laughs> Why because are there are different places where people eat chocolate from. Personally, I like to eat my chocolate in my bed. <laughs> I also eat in my bed, but I thought she wanted to prove that I'm greedy or something. <laughs> anyway. No, no, no. That's what I wanted to know. Pleasures? My guilty pleasures are reading. How is reading a guilty pleasure? When I have a test or something of the sort, when I have a project I'm supposed to work on and finish, I usually pause them because there's a book that I want to finish reading. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. So I ignore what I'm supposed to actually do and then I settle for my guilty pleasure. But, but do you guys like now get what we are trying to tell you? Mm -hmm. Like um, some of these things are not bad, but it's the way you do them or how often or how... Like when an addiction maybe becomes a guilty... Oh, you know, let me use the most viable example. Like you see how we love fries and junk and things like that. So... We know that it's not healthy food. <laughs> Definitely. But if you gave us the option to still pick food when we hang out, we'd never opt for maybe... Matoke. Matoke or... Potatoes. Kalo. Vegetable curry. <laughs> last time, last time, I was telling you that I don't know what took me to order vegetable. I was feeling very healthy. Like, this week I must mm -hmm. be cautious of... Um, you know about what I eat and all those things. So I ordered for vegetable curry at... Um, Javas, and I was telling you it's terrible. But so, I still believe I am still biased, and, and I still believe that Javas can never produce something really horrible. Have you you go and test that curry? Eh? <laughs> yeah. Test so what makes curry. what makes a guilty pleasure a bad thing or a good thing? Uh, when when uh, it goes beyond, for example, your control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're guilty. When it gets to it, the bad side. Okay. 
I'm still I'm still with that definition. Okay, yeah. have you done things and you feel guilty about them? Like you see how like maybe you know you're supposed to read but you're sleeping mm-hmm. and then you're like I have so to read oh my god I'm tense so so guilty pleasure. becomes a guilty pleasure yes. like did I just say guilty becomes a <laughs> sleep becomes <laughs> a guilty pleasure. pleasure yeah so anything that you do that necessarily triggers you you're to creating have a sense excuses of guilt. for it yeah like, you know I and must the way we can <laughs> defend our guilt <laughs> guilty as charged <laughs> yeah. So um, Prudence, what when do you think, uh, like what, what is there anything core like you'd like to state out about guilty pleasures? Like if there's something that, maybe if if the guilty pleasure is becoming toxic, I think it's high time that you left it. Like if Emily is consuming chocolate highly daily in her bed at night, those are all factors for obesity. I'm no I'm no medic, but. <laughs> But then I feel you should... like you're narrating your own story, <laughs> putting my name in there. No, I'm not. I eat chocolate once in a while. Not daily. Guys, okay, some of these things are like eating chocolate on a daily is a luxury. Yeah, like it's it's a luxury. I, I don't do that on a daily. Where is that money coming from? I was giving an example. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, and uh, there are also some guilty pleasures that are actually really, really guilty pleasures, like maybe too much consumption of pornos yes or um, and weird sexual what, what's that they are unhealthy they, they are also unhealthy habits really I think that's what unhealthy. Emily is trying yeah. to say um, things like pornography really sexual deviations yeah yeah like for you want you be there and you want to have sex with dogs because <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure that is a guilty pleasure but it's it's really beyond the normal. Yeah. Like and recently, when I was, when I was, sometime back when I was looking at guilty pleasures on the internet, I noticed, I noticed it has been highly sexualized. Mm. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. People think it's mostly about sex, uh, things oh. that people do about sex, but even basic things like eating, um, binge watching things. Oh my God, I don't know how people got this, but mm. something like Netflix. Mm. I know very many people are guilty here. Even, yeah. Even, even even someone I know is listening and nodding and is like, hey, how did they miss that? <laughs> yes. So when when you're doing it excessively, it loses its. Uh, okay, it's basically meant for entertainment. But if you're deviating from what you're supposed to be doing normally, if, if it's affecting your routine, yes, if it's or the things your routine, that are are very important in the moment like if it's affecting the priorities things that you should be doing then that means that it can become toxic right and when it's toxic it's time to let go sure yeah so i don't really think we like are here to like pinpoint what what, what, what. but it's i think it's important for you to know what your guilty pleasures are so that you also know if they actually, you know, if, if, if it's time to let them go or it's time to dwell on them or just, you know, because sometimes certain things are not really bad. Mm-hmm. Like they're, not, they're not entirely bad. They're the things that make us, um, they're the things that make us do what? Uh, they're the things that make us feel like we exist or we're living life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if someone, let's say, loves going to coffee shops like way too much like you maybe even don't like spending time with people or things like that you just want to keep 
to yourself and go to the coffee shop and what it's it's aligned with their character right yeah, yeah so it doesn't necessarily like very much let's say disturb you or the people around you so much but there are those that we can't compromise on mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm making sense yes i'm making sense. okay and you're not nodding so <laughs> uh-huh so what can we do to improve those lines like for guilty pleasures and everything else so instead of instead of dwelling more on those instead of dwelling more on those toxic habits you could do something more productive replace the guilty pleasure habits with something more productive like going for a walk you know if yes uh, taking a glass of wine is okay but if you're doing it all the time then it gets like you know they say, like they say too much of everything is always bad so if you but could instead replace the wine with maybe a cup of coffee like or something confusing else. because at the end of the day it can only be a guilty pleasure if it has somehow stepped the line like if it's still no more but you are maybe taking a glass of wine once a week you cannot identify it as yes, a guilty yes 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 so i'm very confused <laughs> what i'm trying to say is mm-hmm. if you notice that you're overindulging in your guilt pleasures or it's, it's high time you, eh? like it's high time you woke up from that and leave that alone do something else yes yeah but i i also feel like okay guys no pressure I don't want to sound like a cliche, but I, I feel like I feel like it's it's also okay to have some of these things, like to be that, to be that way. Are these cookies? <laughs> it's okay to be that way, to have that. Like some of these things just make us human. Yeah. But just be on the lookout. Regulation for when it's, yeah, make like sure be on the lookout getting, for when it's getting overboard and things yes. like that. The thing about guilty pleasures, now we're talking about getting overboard and stuff. But then sometimes you get every excuse to keep around these habits. Mm. Yes. So you keep saying, Oh my god, like we we said binge watching is not good and then you're like, Oh my god, but it's the only thing that relieves my stress and nah, nah, nah. but you've not tried out other options, you know? But also if you don't want to start having very strong attachment to things, you try multiple. Get multiple so that you can always, you know, don't have to stick to one habit or one thing or, yeah. So bottom line, let's make sure we are replacing, our guilt pleasures are healthy guilt pleasures and then they also help us become better people. Uh (laughs) That's the thing. Yes. Better people. Mm. Yeah, and stop if... eating chocolates in your bed in the <laughs> night. We we want you to keep the the shape. Yes. Don't don't get a. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So replace those bad habits with things that are better, things that will help you grow, and things that will build you as a human being. And find Christ. Yes, find Christ. Bottom line, <laughs> ultimate goal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, I think that was it. Short episode. Uh huh. <laughs> I hope you did grasp something and we are doing a little bit of shopping so <laughs> we need to get back to it you guys heard me ask you if these are cookies anyway. it was lovely having you on the podcast uh-huh. have a nice time take care of yourselves please take note of your guilty pleasures and yeah you can always reach out to us via our platforms social media you can don't forget to rate review 
like and subscribe share tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend until all the friends know and they're also telling other friends and stuff mm. never stops growing. and you could also send us messages about your own guilty pleasures we are curious or if you've fought one or dealt with one or things like that okay guys have a nice time see you next time ciao ciao thank you for listening to beautiful spaces with emily and prudence bye bye Beautiful spaces with Emily and Prudence. Hello guys. Hi friends. Welcome to Beautiful Spaces with Emily and Prudence. We hope you guys are doing great. We hope your week went well and um, it's a great evening right here. I don't know which time you guys are listening. <laughs> Morning, afternoon, evening, depending, <laughs> depending, on where, depending on your time zone, where you're listening in from, in yeah. a bit to make a difference in Emily's, depending on where you're listening <laughs> so, yes, depending on your time zone. It's been a while since I used that phrase, come on, mm -hmm. okay, and um, this episode we're going to be talking about accountability, mm. quite the topic I must say, considering the fact that we are there's a phrase the older generation uses, Gen Z. Gen this generation, we have lost that bit. I think people think they don't owe anything to anyone. So they, Nothing they don't they're like, telling us. Mm, they don't want to account. <laughs> they don't want to, you know, um, yeah. attach accountability to a lot of things. Expenditure, even relationships with people, time. Even, even with, your, with yourself, mm. people don't want to be accountable. Yeah, even to themselves. Okay, so let's cut right into the chase. Prudence, what does accountability mean to you? Accountability means being accountable. So being accountable, <laughs> when I say being accountable, mm -hmm. I mean taking responsibility for your decisions, taking responsibility for your actions and everything else. Yeah, that's in its most basic term, that's what accountability means to me. What does accountability mean to you, Emily? I don't think I differ, but I would attach a sense of, yeah, still responsibility, but uh, that that comes with, I was going to say that comes with accountability, <laughs> but just basically when you take responsibility for something, it means you are accountable. Yes. Like you have to stand out and maybe uh, justify, it's like a justification. So do you think it's right to say accountability and... Um responsibility are synonymous mm, i think it depends on the context mm -hmm. yeah like but most times of course you can't be accountable for something you're not responsible for right i'm uh, trying to i'm trying to look for a situation where you can be accountable but not responsible but um i'm ending up with none so i guess yeah you have to i mean you cannot come to account for something that you are not responsible for it doesn't make sense yeah. yeah so when it comes to accountability you're mm -hmm. accountable to yourself that goes with we did a we did a podcast on goals so that goes with the goals that you make the kind of friends that you have and yes in the end are you crossing the line and then you could be accountable to someone else to a friend i'm accountable to Emily for very many things mm -hmm. yeah and then also at your workplace it could be accountable to your boss um, yeah like accountability is really broad mm. if you're a parent if you're a mother father it could be accountable to your children to your family yeah 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 
So it's it's really depends on the situation, the events, the whatever you're part of. But okay, there's this thing that disturbs me so much, prudence. Yeah. Um, like I was saying in the introduction, like when we had just started talking about it. There is this I think so many of us, especially like people our age. Yes. And probably younger have lost sense of accountability. Like they think they can just do things and get away with. There's entitlement yeah. and other things attached to that. Someone thinks uh, they can like be friends with you for a while and then do things to you and say I don't owe you anything. Or the most recent let's say the most viable example could be the kinds that they claim ghost. Eh? Someone talks to you and then disappears and doesn't like really like maybe account for your time or things like that mm-hmm. yeah like generally what's your take when we are talking that we are friends we have to respect the kind of relationships that we're in uh, it could be friendship it could be client client what's the other term client what consumer customer <laughs> Yeah, like a client and like it could be a lawyer and you have a client, it could oh, be a banker okay. and you have a client. So by the mere fact that you have service that, provider. Yes. By the time by the mere fact that you have a special relationship with that person, you have to be accountable to them. Because by the time you went to them for their help or by the time we got out of our zones to become friends, we knew what we were setting out to do. So these things of um no i don't owe you an explanation no you owe me an explanation we are friends and we're friends for a reason so the mere fact that you don't want to be held accountable is an abuse to our relationship to our friendship to our whatever kind of relationship that we may be having so i I really don't think it's right for people to just ghost and you know or if you could ghost you could come back and give reasons as to why you oh before you ghost yes because I think we have gone into the habit of not honoring. People don't honor time that they spend with others. Don't honor time, don't honor relationships, mm. don't honor a lot of mm. things. And it's really disturbing. Mm. Considering these are the things that build us, the things that keep us together. And It also explains um, there is this, uh, the actions, like there's the people who do things and then they just think it's my life. Like some of the decisions you make could affect like, um, a sense of accountability comes with ownership as well. Like you take charge for, like take ownership for your actions, yeah. own up to your mistakes. The about to say you take responsibility, but it could be the same thing. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing. You take responsibility for your actions and you account where need be. Like if you do something, let's say you know that a decision you're going to make is going to affect your friendship with someone. If I woke up uh, this morning and I chose maybe um, I'm going to rebrand beautiful spaces, maybe I'm going to uh, change um, our podcast name or the, logo. the content or the logo, I can just come and do it and then say, mm, after all, probably uh, I started podcasting before Prudence or something like that and I don't owe her an explanation, I can change or things like that. It's it's it, it goes like away from that sense of accountability sometimes you also be accountable for your actions even when you make mistakes like have you met people who make mistakes and then they just i wouldn't say run away from them but choose i am not accountable i don't they, owe anyone they, they, anything they, they choose to blame others yes 
and even even when it's just something that they have done within themselves like if it's a financial decision that is really bad or after all it's my money no 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 it's just, yes it's okay yes it's your money but no these things have consequences in the long run and i personally think accountability is a sign of respect mm. like if you're being accountable to someone it means hey here emily i respect you enough to tell you this and this and that and that mm. so and every relationship deserves respect really true yeah yeah um what what um what do you think is the best part of being accountable? I think the best part of being accountable is having someone to celebrate your wins with you. Mm-hmm. Like if I if if I'm accountable to you for my financial decisions, um, and I come back to you and I tell you, Emily, oh this week I spent this amount of money. Like assuming last week we met and then we talked about financial discipline, mm-hmm. and then this week we come and I'm telling you, oh Emily, by the way, this week I've saved. The amount of money I told you, I would say, and then I don't think you'll just sit back and be like, "Oh, okay." Of course, you'd be happy for me. Yes, and I think that's really a, a very amazing part of being accountable. Like someone who celebrates with you your wins and yeah, agrees your losses with you. And accountability, by the way, is not about the winning part only. It could be it's actually both ways. So when I'm being accountable to someone, I'm telling them. Oh, I did this, this, and this wrong. I did this, this, and this right. So accountability is, oh, what can we do to change this? What can we do to make this better? Yeah? So I think that's really the best part. Celebrating the wins and having someone by your side. Could be yourself too, but yes. Um, Personally, I think I really value like having people that I'm accountable like mm-hmm. to. Not to sound like a cliche but uh several times you can also say things like i'm accountable to myself but you know drawing accountability to yourself is something that is that requires a lot of self-discipline as well like a lot but if you have someone on the outside that is not you because if it's just entirely you you know you can change the you can change the reality to suit like, I mean, no one can beat you up or press yeah. hard. <laughs> if I say I want to do this this week and I don't do it, I mean, I can always say, Bambi, I look for ways. I say, Bambi, I was sick mm-hmm. or I, this happened to me. That's why I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But if it's prudence, I know she'll probably say, I'm just making up excuses again. Yeah. So I try so hard to, you know. So for me, the best part of uh, being accountable, I really struggle with accountability too myself like mm-hmm. sit down and say I did this like this 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 is but if I know it's some other person other than me it's it's so easy for me to stick to what I want to do so it's easier for you to be accountable to someone else yeah than to myself yeah. and I think it's the reality for a lot of us however it's also really important to be accountable to self as well mm-hmm. because there are things you cannot project to another person mm-hmm. like to be at the forefront of seeing that they are done on your behalf yeah they're like uh there are personal goals that you may not relate to right yeah, like their decisions for example to date certain people <laughs> that maybe prudence may not understand where i like someone and then should probably not um it will not make sense to her mm-hmm. but when i bring that back to my own reality i'm accountable for it Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making sense. In time I was having a conversation with a friend and he told me um, 
many times we tell ourselves that we need people, but then when these people are not there, like let, let's say like you're sad in the middle of the night and all your friends are sleeping and you wouldn't want to wake them up, in the end you have you left and it's you to get you out of that situation because it's you that put you into that situation. Like, so th- this comes back to accountability to self. So in the end, you have to appreciate that you have you. Mm. So you don't. So, so you need to establish a working relationship with yourself, and you need to be accountable to you in the best terms that you can. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I also really struggle with accountability to self. Sharon Atwer. percent. Hey, you mean trust so many? 